0: This week on Inside Motorsport, we hear from Andy McIlray, who talks about his son's hunter's progress on the road to Indy. I hope you'll stay with us. Firstly to Monaco a week earlier than normal and Max Verstappen was able to take the victory in his first Monaco Grand Prix win. It was an interesting weekend to say the least with Lewis Hamilton having dramas and that has allowed Max Verstappen to take the lead in the Formula 1 championship. Over at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, it was qualification weekend. And New Zealander Scott Dixon has taken pole on the Fast 9 shootout last Sunday. His thoughts on the qualification that makes him now the favourite for the greatest spectacle in racing. When
1: I saw uh, the car pull down the back straight, I was like, oh, this isn't so good. But I knew the wind direction had changed a little bit. And when I got to the front straight and pulled sixth gear and I was already on the limiter, uh, right after start, finish, I'm like, okay, this is going to be really fast. This is going to be a really fast lap. And uh, we actually had the, the lap in there as the datum lap, which gives you, you know, your plus and minuses. It was from uh, the 233 lap, and we were kind of close to it, and I was like, this is going to be good. So, yeah, you, you, you're just... You're hoping for the big number on that first lap, and then you're going to chase it all the way down. And uh, it came, and and that's what uh, helped us get the
0: pole. Our thanks to WRTV in Indianapolis for that audio. Interest down here in Australasia will be on Dixon, of course, the New Zealand native who has been on pole three previous occasions to this. For Scott McLaughlin, the debut for him at Indy is going to be starting from 17th position, which is the middle of row 6. The Australian, Will Power, was lucky to get into the field. He escaped a scare starting in 32nd, or second last spot, which is the middle of row 11. The race takes place early morning on Monday.
2: Welcome to Inside Motorsports. We're here with Andy McIlroy, and it's a very special time because, Andy, when you lived in America, you had something happen that um, all of us enjoyed at some stage, Craig only in recent times, and that is the birth of a son, and you gave yeah. your son the name that any American kid would say, hey, I want to be a race driver. What are you going to call me, Dad? Yeah, well... Um-
1: he, the bloke you're talking about, raced against a kid last year in America whose dad loved Corvettes and his name was Stingray, um, legitimate, christened Stingray. And so um, we weren't yeah. quite as brutal calling our son Hunter. What's What's interesting about that is that he, uh, actually an English name, but if, because we lived in America at the time, all our aunts and uncles going, well, that's a very American name. So it um, sort, of, sort of works for the
2: situation he's in now. It does indeed. Now, hunter has been there for a couple of years. Uh, tell us what's been happening. He ran Formula Ford here very successfully. Yeah, he
1: um, he managed to win the championship here in 2018 and uh, got a um, t- ticket to go to the global shootout in um, in Arizona. And we're you know 18 Formula Ford and Formula Four champions around the world had a had a shootout. He he was fortunate enough to win that. So that gave him a two hundred thousand dollar US scholarship to do for the USF two thousand championship in two thousand nineteen. So he that was his first year racing in America. He um, had quite a quite a solid year. It Was leading the championship with two races to go, and then in qualifying for the last race, there was an engine sensor and the manifold failed. Um, so he caused a a red flag on the outlap of qualifying and when you cause a red flag you lose your best lap, which he hadn't done anyway. So he started off the rear of the grid. So the to win that championship was going to be a three hundred and fifty thousand US dollar scholarship. Um but he um he lost the championship having to start from the rear of grid for the last race. So it was a bit brutal, but that's um that's racing and that's life. So uh, thanks to um, a network of, of backers here in Australia and particularly New Zealand, uh, he managed to pull the budget together to do the next step of the road to Indy, which is called used to be called Pro Mazda back in the day. Now it's called Indy Pro 2000. So those cars are about four seconds a lap faster than the USF 2000 car, and it's um, it's one step below Indy Lights. So he did that championship last year with his team from uh, USF 2000, Pabst Racing, and um, the, it was the first year for the team in that championship, uh, so they did a lot of learning, and obviously it was um, the driver's first year also, um, and they were fairly off the pace early in the season, and they got slowly got up to speed, and then they... Actually, won the, the last race of the year at Saint Petersburg in Florida. So that was um, a decent, solid way to finish the year and and lead into this year. Which um, the plan, you know, is for a driver without um, a lot of budget. So like Matt Campbell and Jackson Evans in the in the Porsche um, pyramid, he's similar in that he doesn't have um, rich parents. So he needs to kind of win his way up the ladder. And so for this year, he he's doing Indy Pro 2000 again with the same team, had a, had a very solid start to the championship, but had a, a pretty ordinary round at um, in Indianapolis on the road course a couple of weeks ago. So he needs to win this championship to get the ticket to go up to Indy Lights for next year. So that's what's happening uh, right
2: now. Okay. And uh, he's racing this week. At uh, not at Indianapolis, but at the nearby track. Yeah, correct. So he's they
1: raced at the uh, on on the road course at Indianapolis Motor Speedway two weeks ago, and this weekend they do what's called the Carb Night Classic. So it's on the Saturday night in Indianapolis on the night before the 500. So uh, they're yep. on a, a small bullring oval. It used to be called IRP back in the day. Uh, it's now called Lucas Oil's Raceway, and it's a five-eighth mile bullring. And um, he had quite a, a decent race last year. There, he finished. Uh, he qualified sixth and finished uh, second. So he had a good run there last year. So he, he's got to pull some points back. He's sitting fifth in the championship at the moment. But you know, he's uh, you know a win would put him right back in the in the hunt. So
2: um, got a big weekend ahead of him on the oval. And, of course, that's the track uh, I saw Matthew Brabham race on some years ago, maybe six, seven years ago. Um, how many more races have they got this year? Okay, so they're, they've done
1: seven of the 18, so 11 to go. Uh, this will be the eighth race this weekend on the Oval. Then they go to uh, Road America, which is a obviously a beautiful, big, fast, natural terrain-flowing uh, road course. So um, then they'll go to mid-Ohio. Again, another another sort of Aussie and New Zealand type of circuit. Then they'll go to the Gateway Oval, which is a, a one mile oval. That Indy cars run on, and then off to New Jersey, and then they'll finish the championship at uh, back in at Mid Ohio.
2: So they virtually run as a third support category uh, under Indy cars. Correct. Yeah, and that's one of the cool things about it.
1: That in, in his first in his uh, USF 2000 season, I went up to to all eight races for the weekend and came back last year with COVID. We were um, weren't doing any racing here obviously for a fair while so I went up there for three months and, and sort of hung out with the team and offered a little bit of support where I could. But one of the really cool things about it is you know, with the indie cars. So when you're um mm. when you're going down to Pit Lane for a session, there's Tim Sindrick or there's Scott Dixon or there's, you know, you're just bumping into all of these pretty well-respected drivers and managers and crews and things. So we've managed to strike up some, some really good uh, relationships up there. Uh, so if he it turns out to be any good, then hopefully some of those relationships will, will help.
2: All right. Well, I imagine that people could uh, get through IndyCar.com, uh, a link to uh, see the races, if not the times, and at least uh, maybe a YouTube or something like that. So we certainly wish Hunter and the McElroy family all the very best for the following uh, few days of racing and look forward to how the championship pans out. Thank you for joining us, Andy, on Inside Motorsport. It's a pleasure, Tony. See you soon indeed look forward to it mate
0: in a few weeks time we'll have more from Andy McElroy talking about his life growing up in New Zealand and his motor racing adventures next time oh, on Inside Motorsport we're joined by Mike Borland I hope you'll be with us then until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network